0: Wow! What's this? This is the North Pole. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Where's the snow? Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine.
1: It's time for the announcement. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10
0: a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. You're listening to Bo and Dave's Excellent Podcast, Chicago's Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. At Bull and Dave Show or Facebook.com forward slash the Bull and Dave Show. Buckle up, bitches. It's about to get juicy. I don't want a light for Christmas.
1: There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my wish come true Baby, all I want for Christmas
0: Christmas there is just one thing I, need, I don't care about the presents the Christmas
1: tree. This is episode number 89, Bill and Dave's Excellent Podcast. I am your host, Dave Flying Solo. I've got the controls all to myself. We're smack dab in the middle of the holiday season here in Chicago. And it's uh, awesome because the weather is like 40s, 50s, no snow yet. So knock on wood, it stays that way. Uh, Super excited about today's guest because uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, uh, but I'm in the real estate business, and uh, that reminds me if you happen to be buying or selling or if you know someone looking to buy or sell in the Chicagoland area, visit HouseHuntChicago.com. Check me out. Look me up. I'm happy to help. Um, But yeah, this guest that we've got on is also in real estate, and I think uh, you're going to find him very interesting. So let's not waste any time, and uh, let's get right to it. All right, we're going to go to the phones right now. We've got a very cool guest and a very unique guest uh, in that he's not only an actor, but he's a very successful entrepreneur. He's a successful real estate agent. Uh, you've seen him on things like The Blacklist, uh, Billions. You've seen him on Homeland. Uh, and yeah, I can't wait to talk to this guy, Kyle Claus. What's up, man? Welcome to the show.
0: Hey, thanks for having me. I've been- Happy to be
1: on. Yeah, dude, this is, uh, I you know what, when when we had the opportunity to have you on, it was very intriguing because, uh, you know, and I, and I don't want to get too bugged, you know, I want to talk about the acting, but I thought it's a unique guest in that you're in real estate and I'm also in real estate. Um, I'm much newer and much less successful, but I found that very interesting, man, that you kind of, uh, it's not very often that we get, you know, a- actors or, or anybody really that's been successful in, in something else like that, like real estate. It's Other so than
0: acting, right? Yeah, yeah no, I, I I appreciate you saying that. And, you know, it's after all these years, I kind of am realizing my, um, I guess, what was it, my master plan working out <laughs> pretty well. But there was a lot of doubt throughout those years. So, you know, um, and, and that's yeah. the
1: thing, like you, uh, from, from what I understand and, 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 and I know you've done other interviews and, and you've got your YouTube, mm-hmm. your YouTube channel. I've been checking out those videos and, and I hate going into like, I, I would, I always think for the guests, I try to come up with different questions because I feel like you probably every show you get, you get on, they're like, Hey, how did you get into acting? How did you get into real estate? Um, yeah. so I'm going to skip past that and correct me if I'm wrong, but you you aspired to be an actor and got into real estate to support that. Is that correct?
0: That's exactly it. Yes.
1: That's odd. So so in yeah. saying that, did you ever think that real estate was really going to take off to the point it did for you?
0: No, not not even <laughs> not even close, man. Um, I you know I actually looked at it. I mean, I came from I, I grew up in Pennsylvania. I looked at it as literally a necessity at first and it was just something that i can remember one of my first and you know it's been a long time since i started but i can remember one of my first thoughts on it going all right i want to do this acting thing um you know i i'm just like a safe better i guess i'm not a huge gambler everybody loves those like stories of you know going to la with uh you know the clothes on their back and living in their car and then becoming an overnight sensation and i'm just like not that kind of mentality at all so i remember thinking about you know what if this career doesn't take off or what if it never takes off what if i you know i I just knew it was such a chance and uh i just was like what would i feel good about myself like what would i how would i be proud you know and not being in my 40s sleeping on a friend's couch you know because i can't afford anything right um being some kind of struggling actor and, uh, I guess I just was looking around at a lot of different options and you know, real estate, my uncle was doing it and he made like, I don't know, at, at that time he made, he did an open house and he made something like six K on a Wednesday, on a Saturday. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, dude, I just, he, and he was a cop. So he's like, well, I'm he's like a cop. And then he does real estate on the side and he's like, why? Well, yeah, I just sat in on an open house and this guy came in and wanted to buy it. And I'm like, I just put the two and two together and I'm like, well. No auditions are on a Saturday. I don't mind working nights and weekends. So it, it was perfect.
1: It's, it's awesome. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I did, did some research and it's it's pretty clear. Like in, in your life, you've sold over $100 million worth of real estate. And when you start doing, you know, it, also being in real estate, new, if, if anything, I, I look back, I'm like running the numbers backwards and I'm like, holy shit, yeah. dude, that's real money. And it's got to be like, Yeah,
0: it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that.
1: So then was there ever a thought, you know what, maybe I'll leave the acting thing be and I'll just do this.
0: Well, you know, and the question, and, and the question that comes up after that is like, why, you know, cause it's like, you're so when you look at the numbers, you're like, holy shit. And that's true because I left, you know, and, and part of that has to do with, I left Pennsylvania and moved to New York, city area. I still live in Jersey, you know, the Northern part. I mean, I'm looking at Manhattan right now, but it's on the Jersey side of the Hudson river. Um, and you know, stuff's just high, real high dollar around here. And I actually, you know, 20 million plus this year during the pandemic. Um, and that that's, you know, and I, that was just in the past two years that I started getting this platinum level where it was like 20 million plus in a year. And, uh, yeah, that's real, real deal stuff. I mean, that's I never even thought I would get there. Even when I got to New York, I was just like doing rentals. And, you know, and then that led into something else. And it just kept snowballing. But the thing is about it is like, I, I mean, I don't have to do acting. That's the beautiful thing. In my mind is like, I don't need the acting. I just want to do it. It's like the the passion is, is still there that that's what I want to do. I mean, you know, uh, that didn't change. It just so happens that like, okay, if I'm not looking, like pandemic happened this year, right? Yeah. So there's no production. There's absolutely nothing. Like my, my actor friends, unfortunately, and that's where I see my master plan really working is like they had to leave the city because they're like, I don't, you know, I, I was living paycheck to paycheck on a, bar, or a bartending or waitering job. And I was trying to get my acting career off the ground. And they were like at the same level as me acting wise. And then, you know, um, the bars shut down. Yeah. So like they literally had no money and no money saved up or anything save for a rainy day. And they had to go back home to wherever, you know, they're from. And, um, yeah, it just so happened that like real estate really was took off this year, even with the pandemic, like everybody was working from home. So they had to differentiate, they, they moved to their, you know, their situation. They moved from a one bedroom to a two or a two to a three or a, three to a house, you right. know, or something like that. So, um, yeah, I stayed busy this year for sure.
1: And and this is one thing I really admire about you is that, is that you, you've got the, you, the YouTube channel and you guys can, you guys can go to, we'll, we'll make sure we share the link, but you can go to the YouTube, yeah, you can go to sure. YouTube and look up, uh, uh, Kyle Claus, and you're going to find a bunch of great videos that, um, I, I guess I'm kind of jaded because I get, you see the links, you know, maybe whatever social media that you use, you're going mm-hmm. through, and you see, oh, here's a video on this. But you give a lot of great information out, and and it's free. Like there was one that I saw that. Uh, I don't remember the exact title, but it was like seven things you do to start
0: your day or oh, seven do. millionaire morning routine or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I mean, yeah. it's, it's great stuff that you don't have to do. You know what I mean? And, no. yeah. and maybe there's it's an a, ad in there, but it's not like you're profiting, you know, millions of dollars. It's like you didn't have to do that. And it's, you're putting stuff out there for free that that's, I mean, it's, it's awesome. It's great stuff, man.
0: Thank you. I, I actually appreciate you saying that a lot. Um, that, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing on YouTube to be honest. I'm like, I'm just like, I had the idea of doing it. I thought I, it would be cool. I thought I knew a lot of stuff. Um, I was like, I like kind of teaching it to people. I don't like, you know, YouTube's a, a thing where like you can put a video out and like, if you have something where you're like, Hey, here's the link. Like you can just, it's forever out there, you know? And it's, um, I just think that like it was stuff that I picked up over the years and yes, it takes a lot of work. Like YouTube, that's no joke. Like those guys that do YouTube videos every day, I'm like, that is ridiculous. You know? And, um, I just figured this year with the pandemic, like while we were all at home and, uh, I just made it a project for myself. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what it is about me. Either I get bored about stuff really easily and I just want to keep trying new stuff. But like I, uh, I started watching some YouTube videos, and you know, honestly, it was like I I overanalyze a lot, and I had a lot of analysis paralysis at the beginning. I was like, "Well, do I make an acting channel, right? And then a real estate channel because they're two separate things, and then like, do I, you know, this and that?" And then I started watching videos to be like, "Okay, I need ideas of like what who's good, you know." And I started watching some of these guys. I think one of the guys was Graham Stephan. He's this guy from California's. If you look him up, he's actually a pretty good uh, YouTuber, but he's like, he was a, you know, big real estate agent too, 10, 20 million plus a year. And he um, started putting out these videos and they were like financial videos. And I I was like, I was watching these and I was just drawn to them. And I was like, Oh, this is like what he does. I see what he does with the freeze frame with the, with the, with the camera. I see how he talks. I see the length they do it. And like, the camera and all this stuff. And then I was like, well, this is stuff that he talks about is like stuff I already know about and could just riff off of. So I'm like, a lot of this stuff, not the, you know, I started doing some lately like Bitcoin stuff, but right. like not the stuff I don't know about, like the the news stuff, which um, is some different, whole different thing. Cause that's like putting out news you don't know about and you just do it every day and you're like, it's, it's tough because you can't just rip on it. But there's certain stuff like the morning routine is just stuff I do and I saw people putting videos out there and I mean, they were getting like millions of viewers and millions of hits and it was nothing else than them putting up with their phone and like talking about it. So I was like, well, I can do this. Yeah. You know? So that's kind of what happened.
1: Yeah. I can, I can relate dude. Because like when we started doing this podcast probably like five years ago, I, really? I remember cause I edited it all down and stuff and, and I would spend hours trying to edit every awkward pause out and stuff and oh yeah and then i got to the point I'm like you know what i'm just gonna put these out there and if you know if a couple of people like it great if a lot of people like it awesome if nobody likes it whatever it's it it's out there and it is what it is and and i like that and and i like that i watched your videos and 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 i wasn't like uh Take my course or buy my book. At you know, at, at the end of it, oh, yeah. you know, like, hey, yeah. you want more information on this? You know, take my, you know, spend eight hundred dollars on my course. I I think it's it's cool that you're giving value, and and I hope uh, we I hope we can turn a couple people onto it. That's pretty awesome. That Thank you, it, you man.
0: Like, I really hope so too, because you know what? You only need a couple people, and then they share it or they tell people about it, and it's like then they're true fans too, and it's like that what's a book called? I don't know, but it's like a thousand core followers could be like everything, you know? Oh yeah. Um, all I do ask for is a like, yep. pretty much. I've got that from Graham. I was like, <laughs> you know, in the beginning of the video, it's like go down and like it. Cause I guess it helps with the YouTube algorithm or something. Oh, for sure. And, uh, <laughs> and to follow me on Instagram, basically. I don't know. Right I just say those two things. Those are like my only two things I say, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't tell you to like spend a hundred bucks and, follow my in my course on real estate or whatever like yeah, that.
1: well I, you know you see those and it's like i mean and some some of them i'm sure are worth every penny of it it's not that mm-hmm. it's just a, it's always mm-hmm. like oh, i'm being sold something where is where is it you know and 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 i enjoy that 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 i didn't, I didn't get that from your videos. so it's cool it was they were quick watches they were very informative and it was it's awesome thanks man yeah I,
0: I find it now i started doing a man during like i was doing like three a, a week sometimes and i did have one guy i was editing it first myself and i have a macbook air and i'm like this the the just the storage did not keep up whatsoever and the time with the editing oh my god i could not do that so i got i had my assistant start editing uh, <clears throat> youtube videos for me so that helped out but I cut it down to like once a week.
1: There you go. That's hey. that's, that's perfect. That's, that's perfect, man. Uh, One thing I found very interesting and, and it's on, you know, it's, it's on the internet. I I never know if it's true, but I found it interesting only because uh, I'm usually late to watching certain popular shows. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and Wahlbergers is a show that I've been binge watching lately. You know, I'm, I'm getting, I'm at the Wahlbergers point of binge watching, uh, during a pandemic, you know, I've kind of watched everything else. (laughs) And, and I noticed, uh, in your bio that you worked with Mark Wahlberg and you were his personal stand in and double on a couple of films. And I thought, wow, Mm -hmm. that's coincidental. What are the odds of that? So can you walk me through what, what is that job like?
0: Yeah. So, um, well, that job is like, uh. Just so happens that first of all, even just to mention this is kind of strange, um, but cool. I grew up like he was one of my biggest influences getting into the entertainment industry, and I don't know why, but I think I just was like, I saw Fear, I saw Boogie Nights, and I was like, man, this guy, he didn't. I could tell he wasn't like a tall guy, like a big guy or anything. I was like, he he looks like, you know, he could probably be my height, and he's just like a this badass, you know? Yeah, and um he was his badass, And I was like, you know, I guess like acting can, I don't know. I just, you don't grow up acting where I'm from in Pennsylvania. Um, it's just something you don't do. And I, I just went to college and that's where I got into it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I he was one of my influences where I was like, well, this guy's cool, man. These are dudes, dude, you know? And like he got into, and he was just doing all these cool movies at the time and he was blowing up. And then he just came just so happens that when I was getting into the business, like dabbling, doing, uh, you know, it started out wanting to see how a movie was made. Sure. And then I, like, started, you know, being an extra in uh, Annapolis with James Franco and, and uh, Tyrese Gibson. So I, like, saw how a movie was made there, and I was like, that's cool. Now I want to kind of – I want to keep the – I call it the acting bug. I was like, I want to see myself in a movie now, and, like, you know, that would be really cool. So Invincible came, the Eagles – about the Eagles uh, bartender that tur- that – you know, walked on to the Eagles, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. And he played Vince Papali. And I was in my last year of school and I started. Uh, so I, I, you know, got, got on that movie for like a long time, for like two weeks as like this main core, you know, uh, I, I was acting. I wasn't doing a stand in at the time, but I remember throwing the football around with him a couple times on set because I was the Eagles ball boy. And um, I just I knew I was his height and weight and like had his body type and uh the other there was this guy that i would always see this person where before mark would come in into a scene there would be this other guy and he would literally it would be almost like he would like tag out mark like like mark would tag him out and then come in and do the scene and the other guy was dressed like him was standing in his marks you know where where the camera was going to be yeah and the camera was like lighting all around this guy and I was like, and then sometimes that guy was even reading lines with the other character to like, uh, rehearse, you know? Yeah. And then he would, and then Mark would come and they'd almost like slap hands. And then he'd like go over and he'd tell Mark a couple things like, Hey, you're going to be here. And then you're going to start there. And then you're going to walk down there. And then Mark would be like, yeah, 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 cool. All right. And then he would come in and do the scene. And I was like, Oh shit. That's a Sorry. No, I you're guess good. You curse on yeah, here, right? yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course. Of course. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, you can, uh, I was like that's cool. And then he came back the next year just so happens. And I was totally done college now. And I, he was doing the happening um, with M nice Shyamalan. And, um, I was like, I'm going to try out for that job. So he came around and I was even a better fit body wise, like height and weight. They need the height and the, and everything to fit up right. Because, you know, if you're standing there and they're they're you know, how the, they, they get the lenses. So, tight on your face right. you got to be really in focus and if if they have it set up perfectly then the ca- the camera crew and the lighting guys don't really have to do anything once mark comes they don't have to adjust anything so i was like i'm gonna try out for this and i ended up getting it after like over, over like six other guys that were there wow and um yeah and and then i knew i was gonna be on set with him the whole time and i was like oh sh- this is gonna be cool <laughs> that's like, awesome you know and, um, I, and I knew he remembered me, too, um, because uh, I was doing an extra on some other film he was on. We own the night in New York in between Invincible and uh, The Happening. And I remember seeing him and he was just it was one day, one scene. And he walked by me and he shook my hand and he like slapped my hand. And he was like, hey, man, I saw Invincible and it was awesome. And I was like, oh, cool, man. And I was <laughs> like, holy shit. He remembered me from that movie. Wow. And like all the other extras looked at me like I was like God on set that day. It was just like crazy. So, that's um, but awesome. that's pretty much what it is. That's it's so just, cool. Uh, yeah.
1: I think, uh, that's, that's a cool way to really break into the business. And, and Mark Wahlberg, I mean, for our generation, dude, he's, he's probably one of, I mean, I think we're about the same age and he's probably one of the best actors from our generation. Like, I grew up watching anyway, you know, I think, I
0: think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, people can argue it like, yeah, you know, I mean, I'd say he's one of the best movie stars. Yeah, movie stars, yeah. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? It's like, I can't say... i would say he went deep on a couple movies, though, like Fear and Boogie Nights, yeah. and I thought he was great in those. And then he did, you know, the Teds and stuff like that, and he was just like collecting checks i'm sure but you yeah. know they were good too I'm sure
1: at least we can all agree his best work was on the other guys at least i think that's probably his best work. yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's the movie that i actually stopped doing his stuff for really and ironically that was shot in new york so um just a quick aside i you know i was able to get really close with him kind of you know not really close but like you know able to drink a beer at the you know parties and stuff with him chat with him on set and stuff like that and because uh, we were around each other all day not like all the time but he would come and when we did the happening then lovely bones and then i was going to do well it was actually fighter i was going to go up in boston and be part of it like he'd be a lot of a-listers because they're so big they want they don't you know they feel comfortable with having somebody they feel comfortable around yeah, consistency. So i was going to do his personal stand-in stuff wow. for like ever You know, or like take the job and go around to the movies he was on. And then, you know, honestly, it's something that I look back on. and was like, did I make the right move at that time? Should I have done a couple more films with him and got in better? But I I remember I was getting my hooks in in real estate and I was starting to audition in New York. And uh, I just was like, you know what? I don't want to go and be somebody else's stand in, even though as cool as it is to be around like a star like that. I was just like, I'm gonna stay in New York and you know keep auditioning and working on my craft and
1: let stuff somebody like that. be your stand-in, man. What? Let, let, What's that? Let somebody <laughs> be your stand-in. That's what I said. You know what?
0: The first time I had a stand-in, man, and I did on a, on a bunch of stuff. I felt like amazing. Yeah, I was like, I made it, man. I made it.
1: You probably made sure to to acknowledge them too, right? <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> I, I I was on uh, Silicon Valley, and I'll never forget the stand-in came up and talked to me and asked about how you know he wanted to be on my like at at where i was in my career and i just you know went into the whole thing of just like dude i you know i told him about all this and you know how he was on the right path and all that so yeah it was cool
1: that's and let's get into this a little bit because you mentioned silicon valley which i mean mike judge come on uh yeah it's phenomenal i mean we said billions homeland uh one that i found really interesting the blacklist of course uh, but damage control because I didn't know much about it, and I saw Daniel Baldwin was was in it. Uh, tell us a little bit about damage control.
0: Yeah, so damage control, um, man, I forget how I came, I got that. That was uh, the cool thing about damage control was it was literally shot in where I'm I'm based out of is New York City, but a little borough of that Hoboken, New Jersey. It's almost like a little you know borough like Queens is New York and everything, but. Hoboken, New Jersey. I uh, it was literally shot on the in the same town. It's a mile square, so it's a small town, and um, it was uh, this awesome little uh, funny movie about. Um, I play a guy that was um, basically damage control. What what the gist of it is is that this guy gets paid for. Um, like if there's, if, 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 I, I had this clinger, I had this clinger. And then I reached out to the, to the guy, the main character of who the movie's about. And, um, I had to pay him to, you know, to set up the scene and make her like just repulsed with me because she was <laughs> such a clinger. Yeah. So he did this with, and there was multiple different like situations that was in. So it was a really funny, funny script.
1: That's awesome, yeah. And yeah. I, I saw that, and it's, uh, it looks like I—you could watch it on Prime for sure. But uh, I didn't know if there was anywhere else that that, that we should direct people for that because it looks really—it looks really good.
0: And, Honestly, yeah. the only thing I know is is Prime. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's good. It's funny. I saw. It. Yeah, it's it's really funny. <laughs> but yeah, you could go to Prime and check that out.
1: That's awesome. And then um the other thing uh that is obviously one that that I think a lot of people ask you about is the last OG and getting to work with uh, Tracy Morgan.
0: Yeah. Wild. (laughs) Absolutely wild. That guy. He, he, he,
1: he's another one. How how do you get that gig on the last OG? Just an audition for it.
0: Yeah, that was just an audition that my agent sent me. Um, you know, I went on this little spurt right before the pandemic hit of, uh, I guess it was like 2019 of just hitting, um, you know, a couple things right in a row, you know, like getting some traction going. um, the last OG happy and then recurring on the blacklist um but last OG was by far the most memorable i mean it was only a one scene one you know one uh, episode thing but i ended up playing we were in the bronx and the first day i show up i mean we were deep in the bronx and the first day i show up it's like the uh, <laughs> there's these two guys trying to steal some of the crews like uh, <laughs> chairs and stuff and the cops were called So that was like 7 in the morning. And then – so it was already starting out wild. And then, uh, you know, Tracy comes on, and he's just – he's wild, man. That guy keeps you on your toes. (laughs) I I just – it was like we had the scene shooting, and he comes on and just throws a wrench in the whole entire thing. Like I almost thought, like, he didn't know what we were – what scene we were shooting at first and um and then i was like this guy is just but it kept me on my toes like i li- i had to listen so much because he was just like kind of all over the place so i almost didn't know where my lines were coming in you know um right. and improvising so it was, it was awesome though but he pulled me aside and i did the audition I'll, i will say one quick story about this one which is funny he you know i was playing a racist cop and which now, like, look at it—it it was all over the place this oh, uh, this year. But um, I play this racist cop, and I go up to him, and I did it the same way as I did the audition. The guy w- the guy in the audition, the casting director was like, "No, no, play it down a little bit. You're not not that aggressive, like, whatever." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And I, I played it, and I—and when I got done playing it in the rehearsal, he walked beside—he walked, you know, I was walking past him. He was sitting there with—he had like a, a little air cast on. In between set takes, and he was like, "Hey man, he's like, come here. He's like, yo, I know cops. Cops don't mess around in the Bronx. He's like, I grew up with this. He's like, you get rough. With-. Like he he got like he told me to just like get into it with him. And I was like, okay, man. He's like, you think Pacino would act like that fluffy stuff? <laughs> I was just like, all right, man. Like I I was just like, is he kidding or like is this serious? But I, I played it really good. And then you know, he, after the first take, he came out. He's like yeah man that's how you do it so
1: that's awesome i i could yeah. see i could see him being the type of person where you're not sure if he's kidding or not for sure <laughs> That's awesome no
0: it was wild <laughs> i mean like in between takes i remember this one time he had like a couple friends around and they had a boom box and he had phil collins in the air of the night solo drum solo comes on and he just starts air drumming and i'm like this is like just comical in between when the camera's not rolling
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> so awesome fun. so um i i gotta i gotta say too uh one thing i saw and and i don't know i i kind of glanced over it, but I, I made note that i wanted to talk to you about it did, did i read on one of your instagram posts that you were starting or have started a production company
0: yeah yeah well started out yeah started a production company um just out of necessity because i um nothing more about like i don't want to you know be an amateur filmmaker or like there was a decision to make whether to like, you know, write my own, I, I had these ideas, a couple ideas over the years, three or four of projects, and I just like movies or, or TV shows I wanted to get out, and I've gotten them out on paper, and one in particular I wrote this past year with a buddy of mine, we just came up with this this idea for a script, it was like, it started out as like a real life situation, and then we just like, you know, just riffed on it and got dramatized, and we um wrote it and we you know it's like one of those things where you can decide as an actor to make films and you know if they're low budget you don't know if they're ever going to come out right you know it's like it's such a undertaking it's like pre-production writing it pre-production casting shooting the film and then not then there's like a year's worth of stuff on the back end and i'm like i don't want to be i don't want that i don't want the amateur filmmakers stuff so we decided to go the route of like really getting it to studios, and um, we're in some pretty high level talks right now with some producers in LA and beyond. So um, you know, it's I, I actually have a meeting tomorrow oh, um, on the on the you know. So it was like kind of one of those things where I was like, okay, it's time to just start a production company, and so that when something materializes, we can just you know, I can easily just be in association with and, you know, go, go that route.
1: For sure. For sure. That's awesome, man. Well, I want to make yeah, sure we so. get out the the information you can uh, you can check out Kyle um, pretty much everywhere. And I'm going to go down the, the list of probably the most popular ones <laughs> kyle com. uh that's pretty much where you go for everything just go there you're going to find links to everything but if you're just on instagram twitter it's at kyle claus uh and uh you know facebook youtube again kyle claus on on youtube and uh and and i tell you there there's it's you're kind of everywhere and i and i love it and and for me i can i can uh I get like you've got the the social media. You got your personal social media. Then you got the the real estate one. Then you have uh, Prestige. Your your that's your brokerage, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I'm a brokerage. Yeah. How,
1: how do you how do you stay sane, man? It's got to be like a twenty four hour. I don't think day. I am.
0: I go well. I got to go like down a bottle of scotch right now, or like a glass. <laughs> no, no. It's just uh, I have no clue. It's just uh, scheduling. Yeah, you know. Just a lot of scheduling and a lot of time blocking.
1: Well, I admire you and I admire your work ethic and uh, and and again, you know, just the fact that you're willing to put stuff out there. I know I'm 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 able to take a lot from it personally outside of the podcast. It's really cool. So I'm I'm glad you're doing stuff like that. Uh, what's next? What do we look? Where do we look awesome. for Kyle from? From what's the next big thing for you?
0: Well, honestly, um, I mean keep watching YouTube. I might blow up as a YouTube star one day. Um, no, I, I I hope that this script is like, I'm really hoping that this script takes off. Um, you know, and we can really get it with associated with a a studio or a, you know, a major, yeah, just a major studio. And, um, everybody's doing stuff these days, you know, you got the Hulu's and the Netflix is throwing money at people. So I'm, I'm hoping that that comes to fruition sooner than later. Um, but other than that, I mean, we're a lo- uh, thankfully we're starting, um, I, I threw a couple auditions on, uh, on tape this week. We're not back in the casting room, you know, yet, Right. but we're throwing some, uh, video auditions out there and some shows are shooting again in New York. So, uh, hopefully I'll have something for you there as well. But as for right now, the only thing I can guarantee is I'll be making some YouTube videos and, uh, you know, slinging some real estate around here.
1: Such is the life during a pandemic, man. So check out YouTube, uh, Kyle Claus. It's real easy to find. We'll make sure we put it on there. Kyle, it's been... Uh, so great talking to you and, uh, we hope to stay in touch with you and, and man, best of luck to you. It's, uh, it's exciting, man. You're doing some great work and, and the stuff you've been in, you've been great. And, uh, the real, I, I gotta share Do you mind if we share the real too? your, your acting real? Cause I think, I always think that that's cool. No, please I do. Like that,
0: so. I actually love that real. Yeah. yeah. I didn't update it yet with the, uh, you know, last OG G stuff, but, um, that, that movie that was done that, um, the war movie that I don't know if you've yeah, saw that it was, it was a war movie on the reel, and that was real quick. That was done by it was D. Snyder from Twisted Sister. His Come on, son, his first movie he ever did, and we shot that in Long Island. And Cody Blue Snyder is a great director, and he's living out in L.A. right now. But that's uh, that who did that film, and I love that film. Oh. It just you know it was a short.
1: That's awesome, man. Yeah. The reel's yeah, great. Yeah. And it's, it's really, Thanks. it's, if you, if you want to get to know Kyle's work, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you're all over the place and, and you're going to be going places real quick. As soon as these, uh, this pandemic, uh, <laughs> they take care of business with it. And <laughs> it's, Thanks, uh, man, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's awesome. So thank you so much for your time, man. Again, it's, uh, at Kyle Claus on uh, Twitter and Instagram and, and yeah, we'll, we'll keep in touch with you, man. Good luck.
0: Awesome. Thank you. It was a pleasure being on, man. It was great talking to you. So. Oh, pleasure's oh, all we'll ours, man.
1: stay in touch. Yep. All right. All right. There you go. Kyle Claus. Check out his website, kyleclaus.com. Look him up on YouTube. Subscribe to his channel. You can just look up Kyle Claus. It's K-L-A-U-S. Instagram and Twitter, at Kyle Claus. He's also on Facebook. We'll share all those links on the episode page. Uh, and also make sure you follow us, at Bill and Dave Show, on Instagram and Twitter, The Bill and Dave Show, on Facebook and as always, please make sure you subscribe, tell your friends, give us a rating four stars, five stars, one star, whatever. Uh, we like to hear from you. So, and if you're feeling saucy, drop us an email, say what's up, Bill and Dave Show at gmail.com. We'll catch you next time.
0: Thank you for listening. listening. Please be sure to subscribe and rate us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bull and Dave Show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bull and Dave Show.